What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of the Chill World Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Dan Allen, a.k.a. Uptown Jordan Brown, a.k.a. Big Buckets Brown. That one's never going to stick, but welcome. I want to first start off this episode by saying, like I always do, how are you? You're good? Glad to hear that. I want to thank you guys for sticking with me throughout this entire summer. We're at the end of the summer, August 29th, getting into almost the fall weather and all that good stuff like that. But thank you for everybody who's come and checked out the episode and really stuck with me, man. You know, I really appreciate that. Um, thank you um, and appreciate the support. Please continue to subscribe and review. Please continue to push play. You know, like that, that means a lot to me. But I want to thank Scott Anthony Riley for his uh, interview couple of weeks ago. I let that one run a little while longer, mainly because I was working on a new one. And secondly, I thought it was important to, you know, let people see that they are um they're doing some big things, man. Like they 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 he's built that in in the span of about two months or so and people are flocking to it. If you check out the Be the Flow movement page on IG and Facebook and all that good stuff. He is doing something that, you know, I think really, it's really intuitive, you know, just pushing people to push boundaries with themselves, uh, push boundaries mentally, push boundaries physically. You know, that's one of those things where a lot of people aren't doing that. And he's opening people's eyes to, you know, the changes they can create in themselves and the changes they can create in the world, you know, just with the movement and all the input there. So, thanks, Scott. I appreciate that. I'm glad that you guys checked out that episode. If you're interested, again, make sure you follow him on IG and look him up on Facebook. Be the Flow Movement. Appreciate the love, Scott. Thank you very much, man. And um, continue to do what you're doing, bro. Like, you're really inspiring and really just a good dude, man. I, like, really appreciate the um, the effort that you put into what you got going on. You know, I really appreciate you having the balls and the courage to actually just go and, like, say, hey, look, I'm going to expose a lot of these different people to something that they've never done before, to something that they may have never thought they'd ever do in their lives and just make it amazing. So, yeah, appreciate it. But this week, I don't know what is new. Uh, football's back. I don't know. I know a lot of people are kind of iffy about football nowadays for obvious reasons with the NFL. But football was a big part of my life, and it was something that I um, really hold near and dear in my heart. But even now, I look at some of the stuff that I used to do when I play, and I say, what the fuck was I thinking? But it doesn't take away the love of the game for me. Don't know why. That's just how it is. Some people will say that's counterintuitive to my ideals, but it is what it is. <laughs> so football is coming back. We've got some... Good, some big news. Uh, Green Bay just re-signed Aaron Rodgers for like 140 mil. So he's getting paid, getting that baggery. As I saw somebody point out on Twitter, they're paying Rodgers that much money and they don't have anybody for him to throw the rock to. So uh, good luck with that, Green Bay. I'm a Bears fan, so that's good news to me. Bear down. Or should I say, bear down Chicago Bears. Uh, But, yeah, man. I'm just excited about these next couple of episodes coming up and ready to get them out there. Some stuff in the news. I don't know. No, I did cover that last week. No, two weeks ago. I did cover the LeBron school. Proud of that dude, man. That's still amazing. 
I don't know why people aren't talking about that. But something else is that is new. You guys probably saw that in the news. Mr. Kanye West came back to Chicago, and it was pretty dope. It was really, um, it was really dope, actually. Glad he's come back home. Hopefully, he's can you know talk to a few people, and just you know get his mind right. Uh, we expected some big things from him. You know, he had a nice little run earlier this summer with a couple of albums that came out, and really appreciated them, but. At the same time, yeah, he just uh, just get back to the OJ man, the one that everybody misses. Glad you came back home. Love you, bro. Hopefully, you can come get on our podcast sooner or later. But it is what it is, man. You know, um, appreciate you, man. But this week's episode is with Mr. Jordan Lewis, CEO and creator of Community Cup Lift app. It's um, an idea that came from basically wanting to provide resources. He, he, he talks a lot about wanting to give back and provide, you know, opportunities for people to volunteer, to make changes, to build things, you know, to um, make contributions on, a, like, a global scale. Giving people the opportunity to be able to donate, be able to volunteer, and soon be able to buy supplies and things like that to um, revitalize communities. And I thought it was a great idea. Didn't think that he would reach out to me at all and, like, it's just crazy because we talk about a lot of different stuff here. It gets kind of deep toward the end of the episode, but early on, we, we, we talk a lot about his app, Community Cup Lift, and, and guys, check it out. It's something that I think can be really big, and, and to be an African-American male who's in the tech field, you know, it's really, it's really interesting to see exactly um, his plan come together. Uh, a lot of people talk about building things, they talk about having something that, you know, can really make a huge com- contribution, a huge impact, could change the world. You know, this is one of those things where he's created something that can become a social media field, too. Like, so it's something that he can have everybody in the entire world be a part of. Like, and the idea is, like, you know how they have crowdsourcing, you, you know they have crowdfunding and things like that. This is, like, crowd volunteering. So you can get community service hours with this app. You can find different places to volunteer at. You can um, volunteer at homeless shelters. You can just find a picture of a vacant lot. Hey, let's come clean this up. Let's get this organization involved. If anybody have any connections, can you do this? Just a, a lot of different shit, man, is just really dope. And not only that, when I was thinking about it, I thought he was saying, hey, you know, we're going to be doing this here in Chicago. This is the home base. This is where it's going to be. He's like, no, nah, man, you can have people that live on the other side of the country just say, look, I know a place that needs something done. I'm in L.A., but I'm from Wisconsin, so I want to make sure that we get this set up. Let me open up the app and put this together. Like you just putting all the tools in one place. And that's something that I talked about, too, in the um, Nova Nicole episode. When you can bring everything together in one place and make it just so easy for everyone to just take part in, to make it easy for everyone to contribute, to make it easy for everyone to come together, like, there's no excuse anymore. Um, I think this is such a great idea. This is something that... Um, I probably never would have saw it coming from Jordan. You know, I, I've known him since we were kids, and it was something that I um, I was surprised. You know, I was surprised that he, he was in the tech field, and I was just happy that he reached out to me, and he's talking about just, you know, cons- creating something that would influence everybody. Like, that's a thought. That's a thought that I think a lot of people have, 
Um, that's a thought that I think a lot of people write down on paper. That's a thought that a lot of people type into their computer. But it's not a thought that people actually see come to fruition. And you got to appreciate that. And that's why this episode is so important to me because um, knowing him since we were kids and then growing up and seeing the growth, uh, seeing um, him developing the courage to do this is something to be said about that. Now, if you get involved with Community Cup Live, the app, that would be amazing. If you don't, that's cool too. But if you're listening to this episode, please subscribe and review. Post it somewhere. Tag the, the app somewhere. You can find them on uh, Instagram. All that good stuff. Just check it out. Community Cup Lift app. Look for it in iTunes. Look for it in the Google Store. And as we get ready to start this episode, thank you for tuning in again. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate all the support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But subscribe and review. Now, let's start the show. Even with me, with the podcast, I see people download and listen to it. Like, you in 7 million people phones right now. How is that feeling with the with community cup lift? I, like, I didn't want to read it wrong. Like, I'm, I'm going to ask it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, even before it hit the store, even before it hit the uh, app stores, me seeing it on the screen at the tech company and just seeing my idea materialize into physical. Mm. I had a tear in my eye, man. <laughs> Literally, I almost cried. And they can vouch for me over there at the tech company. Uh, the young ladies, Ophia, um, Andrea, and uh, Dave, they were all in the room with me. They put it up on the screen. and like, hey, here's your finished app. And, man, I just, it was overwhelming. My heart just started beating fast. And I got a tear in one of my eyes. I was sitting there like, man, it's crazy to see something that I had in my mind. Mm-hmm. Coming to, coming to fruition in my hand. So it feels good. And then to have it in the app store now, it, it I'm telling you, the words can't even explain. It's like, you just want to go outside and dance in front of people. <laughs> and just tell them. All right, Chance. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting with Jordan, little CEO of Community Up Cup Lift. Cup Lift. Oh, right, you cool. got it. I'm like, Up Lift. It could be both. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, it, started off, it started off as Community Up Lift. All right. Um, had to do some things to make it more unique. So we added the C to the uplift, cuplift. And the way I looked at it is the reason I did that is because, um, as we know, the the charitable acts, you know, volunteering, things like that, people will look at it as, as a cup. You know? okay. um, how can you wow. help fill somebody else's cup if your cup is empty? So, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to take the element of us building ourselves and then going forth and building our community which kind of pushed me to cup lift. It's like, hey, if you can pour into somebody else's cup, that's a wonderful thing. And then also with just having um, that uniqueness of the, the title for it, I feel like it'll make more people migrate to it in the sense that um, is your cup half empty or half full? And the crazy thing is we see it's working because homie just walked up to you right yeah, now. Like, exactly. man, like, what is that? What is that? And I noticed that a lot. Like, it stands out. The logo is dope and everything like that. Let's work our way back. So you saw the app and everything like that. Where did the idea come from? 
So I, I would say the idea, honestly, it came from me wishing that many of the people that I grew up with that had a lack of resources mm-hmm. um, had more opportunity and, and had more access to resources. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for a lot of people it may seem difficult to get out into the field or get out into the world and find certain things. And the age that we're in now, this tech age, this, mm-hmm. uh, this, this boom of technology, to where it's everything is on a handheld device, right. we have to start, in, in my um, thought frame of it, we have to start accommodating to that. Mm-hmm. And by doing so, it makes it more of a, a easier outlet for people to be able to pick up their phone and say, if I need volunteer hours or if I need to accumulate community service mm-hmm. hours, whether it's for a student that needs to right. graduate high school, whether it's an inmate coming out of prison or um, whether it's just people in the community that just want to help the community and they love volunteering, uh, I want to give them a resource that they can use, something that would be, uh, I would say, um, accessible. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of, from there, I scaled it. I say, okay, what, what do you want to do with it besides just providing them with something that they can mm-hmm. use? And I did want to change the world, basically. I wanted uh-huh. to give people the opportunity around the world that may have a connection with another part of the world, whether it's family being on that side of the world, whether it's they went to school in that, in that area, that state, that country, whatever, if they still have a sentimental tie, um, want to be able to provide something that you can instantly help out. Because uh, I know one of the companies I was working for, they would constantly, the community team would constantly send out emails about donating. And right. they would say, come down to the 10th floor in a certain building. And I was like, well, I can't get to that building. That's right. an entirely different state. Mm-hmm. So I was like, how would I ever be able to do that? So I wanted to come up with something that would help get there. And I know they have things out here, the crowdfunding, they have all the other stuff. So I wanted to add the extra element of the volunteer, which to me is crowdfunding and also now crowd volunteering. Wow. So that's where, you know. The that's crazy because I was only thinking in terms of just Chicago. Now, you're telling me you can connect people all over the country to do all types of volunteer work and things like that. Like, yeah, that's crazy. Because yeah. when you think about it, I think I'm, I'm thinking of it in terms of giving back and stuff like that. So like you said, you could have been somewhere like, let's just say Milwaukee, for an example. And then you move to the other side of the country. And then you're like, all right, well, I can do some volunteer stuff over here and have people contribute and everything like that. Like, Absolutely. just by reaching out to you to get on the Community Cup Live app. Absolutely. So, and... Just to kind of piggyback on what you were saying, if a person was to live, say, Wisconsin or something, and they move across the country or Milwaukee, wherever, and they wanted to set something up, say, at an old school or an old um, or an area in their neighborhood, mm-hmm. maybe a park or anything like that, and say if I'm from Milwaukee and I moved all the way to Florida or something mm-hmm. like that, I can easily go on my app, go to Cuplift on my phone, create a project. And with that project, I can say, hey, we want to do a community cleanup um, in Milwaukee. Put the address, put the location, press send, press submit. It goes through, mm-hmm. it gets approved. Now you have a opportunity for people that's in Milwaukee to go ahead and say, hey, I saw this on the app. I want to volunteer for it. I can go earn some community service hours. And the person that set it up is across the country. Right. So, you know, it's, it, you know, that person can feel good that they – helped their, their community and they provided a resource for their community, whether it was hours for, for volunteering, community service hours, just the act or itself. just the act itself, 
or if they had the option because with the app as well there is a donation option so when you're setting up a project you can choose whether or not you want this project to take donations or whether you just want this project to be strictly for volunteering right. so by a simple push of a button if they wanted to make that opportunity exceed or not even say exceed but if they want the opportunity to elevate to a donation wise they can easily just press the button mm -hmm. boom and people can see that oh they're, they're taking donations as well and people just go ahead and send in donations from anywhere around the world that's able to go on the app that they're a user go in click on that project and easily donate what's the plan What's the plan? How you gonna get how you gonna get this out there? How you gonna get everybody involved in it? It seems like something that everybody can take part in. We, we talk about transcending race, social class, everything. Like, you know, how do you gonna get it out there? What's the what's the plan? Now, I'm glad you asked that because this here is for all walks of life, mm -hmm. all ages, despite the fact that for apps they have to be thirteen and older. Right, sit 17 down. Older, yeah. But it's for all ages. It will benefit all ages. And the, the, the way I'm going to actually push and the way I am pushing it is first, I actually kind of wanted to switch the game up on people. Okay. And I had a mobile app release party. I saw that. So on Instagram. <laughs> we kind of we took the element of a uh, album release party, mm -hmm. say for a musician. And I wanted to go ahead and put it in front of many able-bodied people mm -hmm. who's actually in our society right now, um, being operable, you know, they're, they're, they're operating, they're working, they have uh, disposable income, so I want to actually get that in front of those people immediately, so I kind of came up with the idea of doing a uh, mobile app release party, and it was a big success, you know, we had people come out, they were interested in it, they wanted to find out what it was, mm -hmm. I had people ready to support it instantly, ready to download it, so we, we took that element, utilized that to kind of reach the, the adolescent adult range mm -hmm. um, next what we want to do and what I want to do to push it is to actually get it in schools push it to some of these schools uh, get it to principals uh, the district anybody that can actually help out president of schools as well as uh, push it into community centers um, also we want to go ahead and try to get it into businesses mm -hmm. because as I stated before app has a portal that can be utilized for businesses and organizations so if we can get it into community centers we can get it into businesses where employers can utilize it to set opportunities so if a employer know they have a annual fundraising event or they have an annual volunteer event mm -hmm. they can utilize the app and they can push that forth it's it's a very easy platform to use very user friendly so we want to push it in that in that manner as well to let people know that it's user friendly it's very quick it's efficient and it'll benefit both the the organization as well as the people so we want to push it in that manner as well i also want to kind of get it out there through radio through podcasts so sitting with you is a great opportunity right now and you know just push the scales utilizing social media instagram facebook Anywhere we can get people to see it, get people interested, mm -hmm. or just curious about it right. to a point where they want to find out more information. That works for me, man. That's another thing, too, to bring the idea of, like, hitting the educational system and, and, and hoping that they will be some, it will be something that they will buy into. Like, that idea to me is powerful right there in itself. One, because you being you, I know you want to go out there and even teach the kids about how you even came up with this idea and Absolutely. the process of putting it together. Just like, how, would, how is that going to feel, you know, making that contribution to society? <laughs> I would say, like, honestly, um, I'm very big on 
seeing results. Mm. So just to see, like, putting this together and to see it operate and then to see it help anybody. Like I said, all walks of life. But to see it help a child, mm. that would be the most rewarding feeling because that's the whole point of this is to provide the children and the people of the world with something that many of us yearn for and are still hoping for. So if this can be something that they can provide or fill that small void amongst mm -hmm. many others, then, you know, I've, I've reached my point of satisfaction with that. And the idea is just, you know, if we're putting together a park or I think uh, speaking with your mom earlier about just seeing vacant lots all over the place. And I grew up in a neighborhood with a whole bunch of, you know, it seemed like there would be places that we would be playing at and everything like that to see those things change yes. even more. And then even to have a hand in that, dude, like, I got a communion for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but the next question, you know, I'm trying to get in deep here, you know, got you comfortable talking. What is it about you that made you put this together? What is it about Jordan Little that made him think this is something that I can bring into fruition and actually help people? First thing I would say was courage. Mm. Um, took a lot of courage to motivate myself to get to the point where I knew this would be what it is. Um, also, the integrity of myself, knowing you know the truth that I stand for and um, what I what I stand on. Um, I really do, and I am prominent about helping the next person. It's not something that I look to do to receive any type of gratitude or receive any type of um, praise or anything like that. That comes with it, you know. So that's good. It's so good. I'm happy. But for me, it was more so just, you know, the courage, the integrity, and, and also just the passion and the compassion to see other people thrive and have the opportunity to thrive because I have my days and my times where I feel like, man, I need help. I need something that really? can help me out just to have been able to create something that I feel like most people will feel like that would be the element to help. You know, it feels good. Even if I don't get all the help that I look for, you know what I'm saying, knowing that I was able to give a helping hand and be a part in it, it, it really is a, a very satisfying feeling. That's pretty dope. I don't know if you rehearsed that before you said that, nah, but that, man. Was, <laughs> that was pretty dope, man. I just, I, I never thought, actually, that I'm let the people know. I've known you for, since, maybe like nine, ten yeah, years old when man. I was like I got a joke that I said about me being like a fun size Mark Henry back man, in the day. But you was a ball. Just, just terrible. Just terrible you know, though. Was, <laughs> hey, I like, hey I gotta I gotta set the record. <laughs> Jordan, you was a baller, man. When I say you was a beast on the court. Yeah, when man. I figured it out. Like it was like you gotta dribble. You gotta dribble. <laughs> hey but your, your post up game right. was A1. It got there. Yeah. <laughs> but how'd you get into, you know, uh the tech field, man. There's not a lot of brothers in that, man. You know, yeah, that's true. That's true, and that's something that I, I did kind of want to uh, change the dynamics of. I want to change the the reality to show our, our young men, our young brothers, uh, and also our young sisters that we are and we can elevate in this field. We have the capability to do whatever we set our mind to. I would say uh, um, a big part came from my niece. Um, seeing her as she's growing up and coming into light and coming to herself in the world, I don't ever want her to feel like she's not good at anything or there's a certain element or, or field that she won't progress in. So one of my things was to basically be an example mm -hmm. to show 
her, my nephews, um, my other family members that this is possible. You know, use your mind and it, it can, you know, come into fruition, can manifest it. So I looked at the tech world as something not to be scared of. Um, they push it on people to be fearful of the tech world for so many reasons, you know, and, and one of the biggest reasons I feel is just to keep certain people out of the tech world. Mm -hmm. um, so that was a, a big push for me. But when I was younger, I, I really had a, a keen sense to technology. Like I really migrated to technology from uh, computers to the Game Boys to the Playstations to the Xbox. I could say one of my uncles, he was amazing with technology. Like he can take something apart and rebuild it and, and make you a futuristic item that you never really thought of, you know. He used to build TVs and things like that. So that was a very heavy influence mm -hmm. on me. And just having that sight and knowing that I can do it as well, it kind of pushed me to know that, okay, you, you have to have a relationship with the tech industry, with the tech world. And right now, like I said, where our society is going, everything is kind of like, uh, it's the gig economy. It's, it's tech and It's interesting to see that everybody has a cell phone right now. So yeah. everybody knows how to use a phone, but they don't know how it works. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And to actually be a part of that is like, I want to kind of pick your brain on that stuff. Oh, you know, it. just like, what did you go to school for? Is it something that you picked up on, on the side? You know, because a lot of people find their way to different things, you know, and I just get some background on that. I got you. Um, so while I was in school, I can say, and this is out of all honesty, my love for technology started to fade while I was in college just because I think I was becoming to a point where I was getting burnt out. Because we, we use them. We use it all, every day in college. <laughs> that is true. You never yeah. think about like if you're actually doing work on it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I got to a point where it's like staring at computers for 12 hours a day and then, you know, utilizing the cell phone for everything. And then from there, having to, um, like, go from class to class and pulling up things on a laptop or going to another facility and having to utilize another form of technology and learning that technology. Mm -hmm. I got to a point, honestly, I was just like, look, man, this stuff is overwhelming. Um, I'm tired of it. But then at the same time, to have the knowledge of how to use it and and having the, I would say, the, um, the skill of functionality. Mm -hmm. And when I use this stuff, it's not difficult to me. I can easily break it down. So I didn't want to take that gift for granted. I didn't want to say, you know what, even though it's something that I'm starting not to have an interest in, I'm not just going to shut it down because that can be my pathway to a better life. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to keep myself still interested in it, but at the same time, I had to moderate it for right. myself. So that's kind of how like I came into it, being in school, just utilizing so much technology kind of broke me down. Then I was like, you know what? It, it broke me down to build yeah, me yeah, up. I was going to say, what, 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 what re-sparked the Kindle? Because, I mean, what rekindled that whole idea of falling in love? Because you got to love it to put in all this work, you yeah. know? What got you back into it then? Uh, what actually got me back into it, I would say, when I did graduate and transitioning, working in the community center I was working in, mm -hmm. and we used a lot of forms of technology to catch the children's interest in subjects that we were trying to teach them. 
Um, so it's just utilizing technology to help them learn how to make beats on the computer, to teach them how to utilize the internet to do research. And even though we don't want them to solely be stuck on just Googling information, mm -hmm. we did want to use that to give them an interest to go to the library, you know, to go research what they wanted to learn. And just having that, that structure at that time in my life and seeing how it built the children up, it just re-sparked my flame and trying to figure out something that I can do that in the future when these children get older, their interest in technology can lead them to maybe some technology that I create that will provide a resource for them to better their lives. Yeah. I usually ask different, like I said, it's, it's different interviewing somebody who created that, but I, I don't really know what questions <laughs> to ask. <laughs> like, I should have been studying Elon Musk uh, interviews or something. But the idea of like culture is something I've been pushing a lot through a lot of episodes and seeing how that influences the creators. So um, if it's fashion designers, if it's comics, if it's um, authors or whatever, you know, it, it's obvious that the Cuplive app has something to do with the way culture is right now in society. You know, how, how is it influencing you now with putting it together and getting it out there now? So, and I just want to make sure I understand it. How is the culture influencing it? Our culture that we're living in right now. Yeah. I would say just seeing how fast-paced the culture is now, um, everything is adaptability. You have to be able to adapt um, on, on the drop of a button. you got to adapt. And when I say drop of a button, it's like the push of a button on your phone. It's how fast that you have to be moving now at this pace. So I can see with the fast pace of our culture, as well as, you know, the element that we bring to the table with, quote unquote, black culture, mm -hmm. um, providing something that I knew that our people could adapt to at a quick pace, as well as provide something that all walks of life can utilize to help mm -hmm. others adapt and to move at the pace that we're moving in this culture. Not to say that this would slow down or, or, or hinder a person or anything like that when it comes to utilizing it, but it gives you the opportunity to elevate at a very moderated level. So what I mean by that is, is if the coach is moving at 100 miles an hour and some people just can't keep up, this provides, let's say, a third leg mm -hmm. for somebody who's slow on two. You know, this is something that can help them either speed up or just help them keep in the race. Mm -hmm. So uh, just seeing that going on in our culture now, seeing how fast-paced things are, this pushed me to get something out there that will basically benefit everybody. And it's interesting you did bring in the idea of black culture. You know, how did that influence the, the whole app design and everything like that? Uh, I would say it influenced it in uh, several different ways. The first was um, the creation of projects, of community projects, knowing that there's things like we were discussing in the neighborhood, vacant lots, trash in the lots. These were kids play all day. Why can't it be clean for them? So that was one element in it that I, I saw that within our black culture, we need to change that. We need to stop tolerating and accepting filth. Stop tolerating and accepting abuse, you know? So just seeing what we were going through, I wanted to develop something that can help maybe clear that or, or fill that void. Um, also with the black culture, um, seeing how our people have an interest in things that others have an interest mm -hmm. in. So just by providing something that I think uh, will have a certain demographic migrate to and it will be contagious and will cause others to migrate to it, 
I wanted to provide that as well as um, the opportunity of socializing and, and keeping in touch with people. Um, I do know from our cultures, other cultures as well, we, we like to have lasting relationships. Right. And this is something I felt would also uh, provide that with a, with a message board, whereas a host that hosts the project, creates a project, they're able to um, stay in touch with the people of the project that volunteer, mm -hmm. as well as the people who volunteer for the project, they can actually reach out and stay in contact with other volunteers who were on the project as well. And, you know, that keeps a, a networking base. It provides something so in the future, if an employer wants to reach out to those people again because they did a good job, or if a uh, citizen wants to try to reach out to the employer for a job opportunity, mm -hmm. they can do so. Um, so just having all those elements combined, and, it, you know, it kind of mixed the pot, and we came out with this. It's a lot of thought in it. But what kept you going? What is the drive? Because for me, I don't want to write. I don't want to go to open mics or anything like that. Yeah. And, you know, I ain't recording my special yet for HBO. So that might be a few years down the line. You know, but what kept you going when you were putting this together? Or you had days where you ain't want to work on it. You didn't want to look at a computer screen. What kept you going putting the app together? I would say what has kept me going, what's keeping me going, honestly, is my feeling of not wanting to society and, and I don't know how many people will take that but for me uh, I don't want to have to in the future depend on governmental assistance mm -hmm. I don't want to have to depend on other people um, and I'm sure that's what other people want as well they don't want to have to depend on uh, the government all the time they don't want to have to depend on other people all the time so just having that feeling in me and knowing that if I create this and I build this and it's, it is able to help everyone around the world I know that it will give me liberation. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it will provide me the life of healing that I'm searching for. So, um, right now it's a, it's a heavy sacrifice. You know, I don't have much, and I'm working hard, but that's what keeps me going is knowing that that sacrifice will eventually liberate myself as well as other people around the world, and and it's keeping the fuel in the tank. And also, um, this young lady next to me, my mother, <laughs> uh, just having her every day, like, hey, you can't give up. You have to make this work so it provides me that fuel and you know I'm, I'm taking heed and I'm using it and I'm, I'm pushing forward with mm -hmm. it yeah. what's the thoughts of everybody around you I know your mom got your back and everything like yeah. that but again this is different so when I talk to different um, creatives it's like I just left my job and I just wanted to start making clothes and I did that and it worked out and now I'm making money you know you know, this you still early on in the process of the app and everything like that. But what what's, what's it been like, you know, to friends and, and the family? You say you got something going on with, like, an app. Like, who's downloaded? Who's not downloaded? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked that, man, because uh, the, way, the way I feel about it, I'm always excited for it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's my baby, basically. Um, but the people around me, I've had some very good reception on it. Like I have some people who give me some great feedback. They're they in love with it. They, um, a lot of people are very excited. One of my biggest things was I was sitting with my cousin one day, and we were both on our phones, and I was like, man, cuz, how come we can't say we know somebody that has an app? Mm -hmm. Like, we can go through all these apps on our phone, we can flip through them, but I can't sit here and look at you and say, you know who owns this app? Right. So I wanted to give myself as well as the people around me, that opportunity to be able to say, I know somebody, I know somebody that, that. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So that that basically right there in itself, um, when I did that and just seeing how many people around me they they take it and they're just excited about it because they they now have that opportunity to say I know somebody that has the app and you know it's a, it's like a double edged sword because one side of it people are very excited the other side of it now people just think oh it's something that anybody can do which right. it is it's something anybody can do <laughs> but it takes a lot of work and I don't want people to take the element of hard work out, out of, of it, it because they know me right. you know so. Um, which is even worse because I have the same thing. Like you said, I tell people like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do stand up." Like, are oh, you just gonna be funny? Do you think that's what you can do? Exactly. Like, I mean, I think I'm funny, but I know I write. I know I'm doing podcasts. I know I'm doing, you know, in that hard work aspect of it. It's something that people do forget about sometimes. Thank you. That's that's all I want. I want the people to make sure that element of hard work stays in your mind. This did not just happen overnight. It wasn't something that I snapped my fingers and it just came into existence no it took a lot of work to do this so um, like I said with the double-edged sword and and most people loving it because it's something that they never thought they could do or thought it was possible then you got other people that now it's seen as something that's possible because they're able to touch you or know you then they take the element of the hard work that went into it but um, for the most part like I said a lot of people have been giving me great feedback uh, I do see some people that, you know, they're excited about it, but they haven't moved forward with either mm-hmm. utilizing it or downloading. But that's fine. You know, it takes some time for people to migrate to technology. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too much um, hell-bent on that. But I do want to see more people um, take the opportunity to learn about it and to see the vision in it so right. they can see the capabilities that it has. I don't want people just to look at it and say, oh, he just developed the app right. just to have an app. No, the app was developed, like I said, out of the, the want to help people around the world. Um, but also, like I said, it's to give our people some hope and give them the realization that we can make these things happen and stuff is possible to do. So um, just having the feedback that I've been getting lately, people being happy about it, people want to push it, people wanting to um, learn about it, such as yourself, you know, just having the opportunity to uh, get this across to you on your channel, on your platform, which I'm, I'm very grateful for. Appreciate um, you taking time to even reach out. Like I I gotta, you know, gotta gotta give gratitude where it's, where it should be. But you know, I, I just want to keep pushing it forward and, and getting people to understand that this is a resource that will definitely benefit our people and people around the world. So there's there's no limit to who and what this can help. This can eventually help dolphins in the sea. So. <laughs> I just want people to understand it. Now that you said that, <laughs> <laughs> the vision. <laughs> what do you see the app in, in the future, man? Like, what are your plans with Um, I, I want this to become a household item, mm-hmm. household brand. Um, I want this to become a go-to for everyone around the world. Um, as I stated before, I know we do have other platforms for crowdfunding, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to say, but this is a completely different element uh, as I stated one of the elements that's added to it that changes it is crowd volunteering it mm-hmm. gives people a platform to volunteer to schedule volunteer dates uh, also it's a platform for as I stated fundraising opportunities and direct donation opportunities so yeah you don't have to worry about going to three different websites right. or three different apps you know to try to get some cash from somebody or to fund the situation mm-hmm. you know you can go directly to Cuplift. you can donate you can volunteer you can share you can spread the word you can you can order from it as far as we're going to have in the future 
is going to be in-app purchases. So with the app, if you have a volunteer project and some people need to clean up maybe a yard or clean up supplies or a beer, they, they need supplies, we're going to make it so where in the app you can purchase everything you need from gloves to shovels, anything like that. So the vision of it is, man, it, it's so diverse with the vision. The vision is so wide. Um, the spectrum of it, it is like, I can say it's a vision of infinity. You can do so much with this app. And I can actually kind of... Uh, go back a little bit and explain a little bit more about the app if you want me to. Go ahead. Break down. This all you, so, man. I'm just here. <laughs> so, I mean, it's your world. That's why it's called. It's your world. <laughs> I got you. So, so just with the, the, the element of the app, the vision of it, um, to give the people a better uh, sight of the app without actually seeing it and you hearing it. So with the app, it's, it provides you with a personal profile. Mm-hmm. So with your personal profile, once you actually download the app, you create a profile, you log in. With your personal profile, what you can see on there, there's going to be a front screen that shows your contributions that you've made, whether you contributed with monetary mm-hmm. or you know finances, or if you contributed volunteering, uh, physical volunteering act. So to show those in your contributions, as well as if you click the other tab that we have here, it'll show your project. So if you posted a project, you hosted a project whether it's a volunteer project, whether it's a donating or a fundraising project, it will show that. Mm-hmm. And in your profile, it keeps an archive of what you've done and what you've posted. So you can use that later on in the future. If you need to go back, if you go to an employer, you need to show work experience. Right. If you want to just show your friends, like, look what I've been doing, because it, it brings you some satisfaction. You have that opportunity to do so through your profile. Mm-hmm. It, it, it logs everything that you do. Um, as I stated before, you do have a message area. So in the message area, it allows you to stay in contact with the host of the project or with the fellow volunteers that you actually work with on the project. So in the future, if there's opportunities that people want to reach out to you and get back with you on, they can do that as well. And it provides a, a platform for employers to actually scout out and, and pull in employees. Mm-hmm. Um, next, we have a, you know the notification right. area. So with your notifications... It'll give you alerts on who donated to your project, who finished the project, who volunteered for the project, um, people won an award, or anything like that. It'll show up in a notification, basically like a news feed. Um, And the main screen, which is, you know, the most operable part of it that you really want to be on, is the the home screen, which is your submit a project screen, or the feed. So in the feed, you'll have the opportunity to see various projects that other people Uh, created. So it's it's, it's also a social media site. Social media site, exactly. (laughs) So you can go on here and on your home feed, once you go in, you can see projects that have been posted from around the world. So you can be here in Chicago, and if you want to donate to a project over in France that somebody created and they just asking for a donation to help out, you can send five bucks straight through here, right. seeing that in your feed. Or if you wanted to, you can go to one, you see something that's in your area, you can volunteer for it, and you can set up to wherever it is. Okay, I'll go out on that Saturday, and I'll that's help out with the kids at the playground. You know, And also, the, the good thing about the app, it has the element of search. So you can search in your area by keywords. You can search by the name of a project. So if you got a friend and say, hey, we're doing a project for a South Central Community Service, and you're really not sure what, what the project is about, where it is, anything, go to the search area, type in South Central. It's going to pull up any projects that South Central may have. 
Um, as I stated before, too, with the filtering, you can filter also by distance. So if you wanted to search for something in your neighborhood, in your area, or just outside of the lines of your neighborhood, you can actually put in a distance that you want to find projects in within around your community or within or outside the area. And what this does now is just provides people around the world with the opportunity to help wherever help is needed. Wow. Well... <laughs> With everything you got going on, I don't, I don't know if I got any more questions. You kind of answered everything from me, man. Hey, man, I just, like I said, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, spread the word on your platform. And also, I'm grateful, you know, that you took the time to hear me out and showed the interest that you did. So that's, that's, that's dope, dude. Like, I wasn't expecting all that. Like, I've been seeing it on IG, just like, like, what do you got going on? I know it's Jordan. I know it's him, but I, I don't know if I'm going to reach out or whatever. Until, until I can actually, you know... Uh, get some ads out there, visual sure. ads, and, and show the functionality. I think a lot of people are still going to have that curiosity on it of mm -hmm. what it really does, and they're not going to be able to instantly see the vision. Right. But it's going to come to time. Um, we're going to get that out there. We're going to get some functionality videos out there so people can see what it does and how it can benefit you and how you can use it. So, Because that's the biggest thing right now. A lot of people are just like, well, how do I use it? And for me, I'm like... Did you ask that question to Mark Zuckerberg? Well, you that's real. That's Facebook, real. You Instagram. But you know? got to start somewhere, though. <laughs> so, I'm just like, hey, it is what it is. It comes with the territory. But, again, I'm trying to keep the same form right here. Thinking about it, still being an app designer, you know, being a CEO and everything, what kind of influences are you into right now? Like, what, like music, art, uh, yeah. books. Like, what are you reading? What's, you know? Oh, man, I'm glad you asked that. So, with books... Some big books that I would say uh, people may want to get in tune with. Um, one, Celestine Prophecy. Mm -hmm. um, another book that has influence on me uh, is called The One Thing mm -hmm. to Produce an Extraordinary Results. It's a real good book. Uh, another good book that I would say people um, should go ahead and kind of research and get into. It's called Dirt. Okay. Um, Start of Civilization. And, uh, you know, just, just having those books and amongst several others that I've been reading lately and just transitioning to after one finishes, the other one comes and it's like they all bleed into one. So mm -hmm. having those influences, uh, those are some good books to read. Another good book that I love that I read years ago, Fahrenheit 451, had a major influence on everything I'm doing right now. That's interesting. Um, yeah. How is that? Oh, and I, I don't oh, pick your brain on that. Fahrenheit Yeah, how is it like, because I want to see where you go with that. <laughs> Because in Fahrenheit 451, if uh, people know the main character, Montage, or however you want to pronounce his name, Montage, Montage, Montage yeah. you know, he tried to break the mold that he was, uh, I would say, brainwashed into, mm. but he was not able to break that mold until he faced adversity. Mm. Um, and that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now, uh, plenty of adversity, adversity and being a young black man in society, adversity, and trying to elevate myself and develop a life or a platform for my life mm -hmm. to further my life so I can have a family in the future or, you know, just being able to take care of myself right. independently. Just the adversity that I'm facing right now in, in this world, in society. And, you know, they say pressure, you know, makes diamonds. Makes diamonds. So, or it busts the pipe. Or it busts pipes, you know? <laughs> Either or, you, you gonna, guys put the good and the bad out this week. But you gonna get something <laughs> out of it. But yeah, that that that's how uh, Fahrenheit 451 mm -hmm. kind of influenced me on that. And uh, the 
influences as far as like music right now. Right. I, I don't have a specific genre. I listen to all elements of music. Um, on the hip hop side right now, you know, I got, you know, the trap, you know, you got uh, Chicago rap, you know, things like that. But a lot of people, you know, they kind of get baffled when I tell them I listen to opera. You know, opera kind of helps, it helps soothe my mind right. so I can think of the next, the next strategy that I have to come up with. Also, um, you know, binarial beats, if a lot of people don't know about binarial beats, it's, uh, it's frequency waves. It's not more so music, it's frequency waves, it's actually brain food, it helps enhance the brain. Um, plenty of the music that we listen to nowadays it's recorded on frequency levels okay. that actually damages the brain. So wow. you need to take time to heal the brain as well. So just utilizing the binarial beats, um, meditating, uh, taking time to you know get in tune with my higher self, mm -hmm. uh, using that, and like I said, the influences of the music, the books, the food. One of the main things now that I see is a lot of this food is very processed. It's fake. It's uh, you know, it's not providing the potent elements that we need to um, increase our intelligence. So we're seeing how that is causing a defect for a lot of people mm -hmm. and pushing me to kind of want to have an outlet or a platform that can help ed educate people right. as well as provide um, the essentials that many of us aren't getting on a daily basis. And just all those elements combined kind of, you know, push the mold. Man. So another thing that I usually ask everybody is where their confidence level is with what they got going on. So I'm a Kanye West stan. I don't know if you know that or not. I love the dude. Don't know why exactly, but <laughs> it's just that, you know. Yeah, you the man. But anyway, yeah. uh, the, the rating scale goes from college dropout all the way to now, yay. So you can rate yourself on a discography of Mr. Kanye West. So where are you at right now on that list? Man, on the yay list right now, because... I had some issues with Ye for a little second, man. That's, I mean, everybody does. And that's thing, another thing is, too, it's a good conversation starter, too. Yeah, yeah. You, want, you want to put your, your feel out there, you know, yeah. about the situation. You're cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm more than welcome yeah. yeah. to do that. Ye is my dude, man. I rock with Ye. I, I rock with Kanye heavy. It's just certain things that um, he knows many of these people aren't going to be under, understanding Standing. of what he's doing and how he does it. So. True. He knows what it's going to do. It's going to provoke. It's going <laughs> to entice. Right. Um, my only thing is, is how it's done. You know, mm -hmm. It's done in a way where it puts our people on the chopping board. And I just feel like, you know, we can't keep sacrificing our own. You know? That's but true. On the, on the Kanye scale, I would say I'm at the level of Kanye when he let it be known that George Bush didn't like black people. <laughs> you know, I'm at That's that real. level. You know That's what real. I'm saying? That's I'm, real. I'm at the level where I can say... Donald Trump don't like black people. Right. This, it's obvious, but I don't understand. I, yeah. I'm trying to stay away from the politics stuff on the show because yeah. I'm tired of talking about I this stuff. Man. It's just, it's just like it's, it's like we living in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, I'm like, man. it can't get this. It can't it's get the Twilight Zone, right? man. <laughs> or Dark Mirrors now. Man, so straight up. But uh, hey, three things you would tell somebody starting something off, like if it's an app, if it's thinking about writing, if it's thinking about doing comedy or acting, anything like that, three things you would tell them, you know. Uh, first, I would say know yourself. Mm -hmm. um, know what you stand for. Uh, know what you want to do. And then once you know yourself and you understand that element, you can go to the next level, I would say. And, and that's um, making sure that you, you, you look to always better yourself. Mm -hmm. 
first, know yourself. Second, better yourself. And then third, execute. Never be afraid to execute. Um, I feel like you should always be in a manner of confidence to be able to execute your thoughts. Right. Don't let other people tell you you can't do it. Don't let other people influence you to do wrong. Um, knowing yourself, elevating yourself, and then execute. That's a lot more dense than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, I mean, that's how I see it. One thing, we've got a little bit more time, though. You yeah. know, how, how did you apply that, though, with this app? Because it seems like there's a lot of different things that can contribute you to the completion. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it can be like, two, what is it, two steps forward, one step back, or one, you know. You know yeah. How did you apply it in the process of getting the app up? So with my process of getting the app, um, like I said, to, to know myself, I had to understand myself and what I really wanted to do, what was my passion. And I had to get behind that because, you know, doing these things that we do, it's a, it's a risk at the end of the day. It's a risk on your finances. It's a risk on your, your health. It's a risk on just your time, you know what I'm saying, which to me is the biggest thing, my time. I, I value my time more than anything. I can't get that back. So um, just knowing myself, knowing that if this is something I want to do and how I have to pursue it and the people that I have to talk to and, and how many times I'll have to get up if I'm knocked down. Uh, if I know myself and I know how many hits I can take, mm -hmm. or, you know, like that, I, I know I can push forward. And then with, with elevating myself, with always wanting to better myself, it's like, okay, now you're in this realm. Do you use this realm to try to look down on people or feel like you're over people because you're doing something that you think others aren't doing? Or do you use this to better yourself in the sense of humbling yourself and, and knowing that this is an opportunity that can help others as well as yourself because I'm not exempt from falling. You know? So doing that and then also, like I said, the execution, just being able to have that confidence of knowing thyself and then also um, elevating oneself to know that, hey, I am, you know, on a level that I feel like other people are being influenced and having this platform now and then execute it and put it in, into to action and to materialize my thoughts. And just doing that, I feel like, gives a, a very strong message to people mm -hmm. under me as well as people older mm -hmm. than me. You know? That's true, because I think a lot of people don't understand the process. You know, you can have an idea and then what it takes to say, all right, I am going to sit here and I'm going to really think this through. I'm going to sacrifice all this stuff that I want to do to get this one thing that I know that I know I'm going to put my all into mm -hmm. but still be okay with the idea it might not work <laughs> exactly and, and that's that right there what you said that's, that's like the biggest part of it is um, coming to a point of knowing that at the end of the day still might not work out and that's a lot of people's issue when pursuing their dreams and their goals mm -hmm. because they let that part of their mind or that, that element of fear take over and it's like well I don't want to face that embarrassment or that humiliation but the one thing that I always preach to myself and to others is the greatest character shine during moments of humiliation mm -hmm. so when you do face a moment of embarrassment or a moment of humiliation how you handle that is what's going to show for you so you know um, like Steve Harvey said life is what 10% of what happens to you, 90% of how you react. Mm -hmm. I, I believe in that, you know, um, because if I was to take situations that I've been in of embarrassment or humiliation and I had an outlash towards the world about mm -hmm. it, it would prevent me from, from doing all, doing all stuff this other stuff. It would prevent me from meeting the people that I meet. Mm -hmm. It would prevent me from 
having a humbling spirit that can get me to a point where other people can say, you know, this person has a, has a good heart. This person mm -hmm. exhibits characteristics that I want on my team. Right. You know, a lot of people don't see it in that way and they don't develop those elements because they stay in a, in a, a, a bubble of protection, per se, mm -hmm. to keep themselves from feeling embarrassed, to keep themselves from feeling humiliated or feeling like they're the undercard, you mm -hmm. know. And sometimes the underdog is the one that comes out on victorious top. in yeah. the end. True, true. Well, I appreciate the time, brother. Thank you for reaching out to me. I was like, hey, man, hey, okay. thank you for accepting it, man. You could have said no. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I appreciate your thank time. You, man. Uh, I'm going to post it. I'll let you know about it, dude. And, yeah, we go from there. working appreciate the love subscribe and review leave comments you like it let me know if you don't like it let me know if you think it's trash let me know talk about it tell a friend but make sure you leave a review too five stars please thank you for tuning in this week people see you next week and remember it's your world <laughs>